Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Reality TV. I'm your host Kirsty, and this week we have a pretty special guest joining us. You may know her as the ex-wife of MLB All-Star Josh Hamilton, or more recently she featured on Real Housewives of OC Season 10. Uh, she was the next-door neighbour to Heather Dubrow and filmed quite a lot that season, so we might be able to get some goss. But now she's launching into the limelight herself with Lifetime's uh, new docu-series, Marrying Millions. Katie Hamilton, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you and get the inside scoop from from your point of view. Generally, you know, I'm sort of um, talking to just super fans and I'm a super fan myself of all these reality shows and we kind of just have to guess what's going on on the other side of the camera. So, yeah, I'll have to pick your brains a fair bit to get down and dirty and know what's going on. Absolutely. Well, I will definitely uh, share everything that I can. Amazing. (laughs) So I guess um, right off the bat, I want to know about your OC experience. So season 10 and you were Heather's next door neighbor. We haven't seen Heather in a little while. How was that? That's correct. So I was actually, um, because she was moving in beside me. Oh, this is the house she was building. She was built. Yes. This is the house she was building. We were living there and she and I had a mutual friend in common who was not part of the housewives, but our daughters played on the same uh, softball team together. So I knew, um, when her name is Sarah and Heather talks about Sarah on her podcast pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew when Sarah said, Oh, my best girlfriend is moving in beside you that whoever that was, was going to be really, really cool. And that we would click and connect easily because Heather was, I mean, because uh, Sarah was so cool. I had all right. the in the world, which is, was exactly the case. I met Heather and she invited me and Josh, my ex now ex-husband to their groundbreaking little rodeo situation. Yes, that's right. And, I remember that. And that's where the uh, production company for the housewives found me. And I, I guess I filled out a release and about eight months later, they called me and said, you know, we'd really like to talk to you about the show. And I was really not interested, but my ex-husband was like, Oh no, you need to talk to them. You might, he's like, we have filmed a lot of stuff together. Katie, you might actually like this. Oh my like, God. Ah. How could you not be interested? Like, that's my dream right there. <laughs> well, <laughs> after, af- after having, after right. having filmed for four months, it, you know, I mean, I, I love you were in the game. Loved yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, it took me about three weeks to kind of like hit my stride because it was the sure. first time I had been working full time and taking care of my husband and his, he, he kind of has his own special situation that goes on with him sure. and requires a lot of care. And then also, you know, being a mom, I've got four kids, you know, it was yeah. just so it was a lot. It t- it, yes. And I traveled a lot. I went to, you know, tons of road trips and enjoyed the baseball aspect of our, you know, family. My kids were homeschooled. So, I mean, I had a full plate already. So it took me about three weeks. Um, and it took me a while to decide to actually do the show, but once I did and we kind of got into the swing of things and I hit my stride, it was just such a great experience for me, uh, with the exception of my ex-husband's just total and complete meltdown. Oh, and, 
him losing his mind, basically. Which So that happened while you were filming that oh, season? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. that's horrible. And, yeah, it, it was actually so... I mean, it was so tragic for a lot of reasons. Not, I mean, not the least of a bummer for not being able to, you know, finish my time because I was hired to be a full-time cast member. And mm. we had spent four months filming, you know, just a, just, oh my goodness, so much footage. Yeah. And it was also, I think one of the reasons that I enjoyed it so much is because it was the first time in years and years and years, probably since I'd been married, really, that I was able to have good adult friendships with other women. Right. Because the, the lifestyle of baseball family, we move so much and as an adult, it's already harder, I feel like, to create to make friends. And yeah. I, exactly. Because every other adult mother or woman has is busy with her, her own life as well. So it's it was just a great situation to formulate these friendships. And I loved the women so much. And they really did walk me through a lot of really just such a hard season of my life. I mean, Heather yeah. is the woman that I called the, the night that Josh relapsed with cocaine. Aww. I found out he had been drinking off and on, you know, even while we were filming, which I didn't know. Right. He, you know, he was pretty good at hiding it. Um, yeah. I called yeah. her and I just was like, I just don't know if I can ever do this again. Like I've gone out and looked for him and driven around all hours of the night, you know, wondering like where he is. is he so alive? stressful. It was. Um, so I ended up getting my game face back on as far as my marriage was concerned. Cause that night I was just kind of over it. I was devastated. Yeah. And, uh, ultimately we moved back to Texas. He, he had decided he was moving back and that's where he filed for divorce. Well, you know, the whole, that whole divorce thing's a whole sit, another situation. Right. But I really did want to give my marriage. I wanted to know that I gave my marriage every effort to succeed. I had gone yeah. through so, I mean, a decade full of, um, just super highs and super, super lows mm. and had not quit and was very unwilling to throw in the towel. And I I wanted to be able to look at my kids and know that I gave it everything I had. Absolutely. And I guess your kids must have still been quite young at that stage. So I had my kids over the span of a decade. So my oldest daughter was 14 at the divorce and my youngest one was, um, or actually Julia, she was, yeah, she was 14. And then my youngest one was four. So it was, you know, they're sprinkled in there. And for her, um, it was a very challenging time. I feel like she, because she was the oldest, she's a, a protector by nature and, you know, hated seeing her sisters go through any pain. The youngest one in the, in the middle two, they really, it had a, it had a huge effect on them. Yeah. Uh, it was devastating for all of us. The, the youngest one, I, I feel like, you know, got, got by with the least amount of, trauma but I, divorce is just tough all the way around no matter what the situation absolutely but, and at any age as well I mean and at any you, age you can understand yes. what's going on but it doesn't mean that it doesn't still hurt like a motherfucker <laughs> pretty much yeah absolutely it is guaranteed I mean I feel like in some ways just different I mean it's hard for me to say this but it's really how I feel 
Um, but I do feel like there's like parts of me that died with a divorce. Yeah, I, I can understand know, that. I don't know if they're actually dead or if they're just taking time off and maybe yeah. they will resurface down the road because one of those things is when I was younger and, and throughout my marriage, I had a tremendous capacity to fight for what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I had just like so much endurance and I think I still have the endurance. I just, I'm very, 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 very selective on what I choose to endure and who you I go, spend you my time with, my who's going who's gonna to take my energy yeah, I got to pick my battles. Yes, because, you know, that divorce, it did, it took so much out of me. And the marriage itself, you know, as much as I yeah. love my husband, it was, it wasn't I mean, well. marriage is hard, you know, yeah. but it was anytime you're dealing with someone that struggles with addiction, you know, yeah. it's going to be very, very challenging. So once Absolutely. I knew he struggled, which was after we were married, of course, I, you know, but I knew what I committed to and I'm very loyal And that's another reason that it was so painful for me to resign from the show, because Mm. even though, okay, it's a show, it's not my marriage. I still made a commitment and yeah, I, I just, and you made friends, you know, and especially if you're going through a tough time in your, in your marriage and your family, then having that connected like group of women, of course, that's extremely supportive. Yes. And I did not have a network of friends nearly to that level level in yeah. Dallas as I did in Orange County. You know, I'm hoping that now my, that my kids are in school and I'm there more full time that, you know, that I will be able to make some, you know, good girlfriends because it's a part of my life that I feel like is, you know, it's definitely lacking. A lot mm-hmm. of my friends are spread out all over the country and I do have, you know, a couple girlfriends in Dallas, but I don't have many and I yeah. really you know, I miss that about Southern California. Well, I related to something you said on Marrying Millions, the first episode, and um, you you mentioned that you hadn't dated in like four years since your divorce. And That's I <laughs> I was exactly the same. And you're saying like, you know, pieces that you thought like pieces of you have, you know, died or maybe just hopefully quietened down a bit. I'm exactly the same. Like I wasn't married, but I was in a, you know, very long-term relationship, heartbroken. And I'm the same, like for literally four years and I, I don't date because I'm just like, sort of, I think it's what you're saying is like, if you're just scared, <laughs> like you're just kind of scared of yeah, like, you know, jumping in head first. Right oh, off absolutely. Of that again. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if you have children, but I don't know, you know, having, when you add kids into the mix, yeah. having your kids be around somebody new or seeing someone seeing you with someone that's not their father. It's a big deal. And, you know, I've seen how fast time goes my, with with having my kids a decade apart, you know, my oldest was talking about, you know, when can she date, you know, and my other one was Mm -hmm. in diapers and I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, just blinking (laughs) it. And it's, it's over They're They're grown. So I feel like, with dating, it's just not something I can risk unless it's right. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be bringing, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry, you know, home to meet my kids. Oh, what about Colton? Colton got to meet my kids because, you know, he and I met and on the first episode, it really looks a lot like he and Julia are, you know, besties, mm-hmm. but 
what they don't show is us really talking about how we met and Julia and Colton had seen each other one time prior at a at a birthday party or something. Right. But from a distance, they they didn't know each other. Um, okay. A big group of people. <laughs> Makes that know, very clear. <laughs> yes, yes, they did not know each other prior to all of our meeting. But right. a big group of us went to a restaurant in Dallas, and it was some people that we knew, some people that we didn't know, you know, friends, really, we went initially because my assistant had never been, my assistant at the time had never been out in Dallas ever. Um, Mm -hmm. So I said, well, let's go get something to eat. And I was like, Julie, if you want to invite some friends, well, their friends invited friends and relatives and this and that. So all of us ended up at this restaurant and Colton and I ended up sitting beside each other and I noticed he was drinking water which okay, I was yeah. very, very You're like, by. okay, I'm already interested. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yep. You know, and then he was, he was so transparent about, he told me why, you know, his, with his birth mother being an addict, he'd never mm-hmm. drank a, a drug of alcohol, done a drug, wow. a cigarette. I was very intrigued by that, you know, on top of that's amazing. Yeah. Yes. And just like his transparency was especially for somebody in their, their twenties, you know, early twenties as well, you know, like, I mean, I I talk a lot about, um, sorry, I was going to say, I talk a lot about addiction on this show because I had a history of addiction myself. And um, so it's really interesting to hear your story because I was probably more your ex-husband like I was I was like the the one making the relationship harder with my addiction and stuff like that so hearing your point of view is really um interesting so I can completely understand where you would you know go for somebody that doesn't drink yes definitely I mean but it's it's hard on both people it's not like the person Mm. with the addiction isn't suffering also Uh, of course yeah I mean everybody has their stuff and it you know, manifest obviously in different ways, but no one is without, you know, something. And that's why we have to have grace for each other. And obviously boundaries are very important, but having grace is also very important and recognizing that none of us are perfect. We're never going to be so that's just the way it is. Oh like, my God, you are so quick, sweet. I'm like <laughs> to love on people and like a lot slower for the judgment because life is tough enough just as it is. Absolutely. My psychologist is away for the week. So this is doing me a world of, <laughs> of help right now. Well, Thank yeah, you. you call me anytime and, you know, <laughs> we can you. get through life together. Um, I would love that. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of his age. So yeah. I, of course, I had no idea that he was his age because he talks like someone that was older. He was very wise. I didn't feel like he looked that young to me. And I had gone out on a couple of dates over the course of the four years. I mean, I'm talking to like a singular date here, a singular date there, nothing, you know, serious at all. And, you know, I dated guys in their mid to late twenties. So I figured that's about how I figured he was like 28. Um, Sure. And to me, that's not, you know, super crazy. You know, I was 37. I mean, if I was thinking this while I was watching, if it was reversed, like if the guy was older and you were, you know, the young, young 20 something, like it would not even be a topic of conversation. So oh, not at all. No, exactly. Because, be, you know, because that's just the stereotype of the world the that we live in. Yes. <laughs> it's double standards for everyone all around. Of course. Um, <laughs> So when I did find out his age, which wasn't until several weeks later, I was 
oh, I was like, well, the, the thought of dating him, that's gone out the window. I mean, and I wasn't mm. even thinking, okay, I'm really going to date this guy. But he kept wanting to come over to the house. And, you know, anytime, it, you know, the, I think the thing that kind of got the where it got it twisted with you know, he and Julia, they definitely developed a friendship over the fall, the weeks following our, us all having that dinner together. Right. Um, but, you know, he would come to the house with anybody that he could find that was going to go over that would be hanging out with Julia, <laughs> you know, just be like, oh, you're going to go over to, to uh, Julia and Katie's. Okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to come, you know, so and, find any excuse to yes, just be there. Yeah. To, yeah. To, Right. So then when I found out his age, I was like, okay, well, listen, we definitely can't date the, you know, that was a, a good thought, but this is not going to happen. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I, I, you know, really like you and let's don't back down from a challenge and this and that, blah, blah, blah. He so really he was, was very no persuasive, <laughs> very, very, which, which also got my attention, you know, which is now like sure. you know, multiple things where he's made me like, oh, okay, well. You know what? I see you working over there. There's I see very you. Few people. I, yes, that's right. <laughs> I see you. Very, very, very few people that challenged me in a way that like, oh, that he did. So yeah. I was impressed by that. I took notice of it. And, you know, I did have feelings for him, you know, even though I was trying to not have feelings for them and then certainly not admit it. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot going on in my life during that time and my daughter's. My dad had just passed away um, oh, very, very soon before we uh, met Colton, like a week, a week before we wow. met him. And Julia was getting, she had just broken up with her boyfriend of four years and I hadn't dated anybody in four years. So there was that happening, mm. that dynamic of like her mom starting to see somebody and while she, she all the while single. is just found, yep, single yeah. person, and she had loved that boy since the second grade. Aww. And even though she broke up with him, it was very, very it's heartbreaking. Hard for her. Yeah, yeah, And she was moving, you know, to Miami for the first time to model, so she was going to be living away from me, which was hard for me, and it was hard for her. So there was just a whole lot of life change, and she knew that I, you know, had a little thing for Colton before she left. And I tried to tell her over the phone, but it, it was not computing. Right. So I waited until she got back so that she could look at me and be like, cause I didn't know how she was really going to take it. And I didn't want her to be gone halfway across the country. Then, you know, if she was really, really struggling with it, I wanted to be able to be there for her. So I figured, you know, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to really see where, if it's even going to go anywhere Yeah. before I get her panties in a wad and, you know, her be all <laughs> kind of stressed out away from me. But I think you see, I mean, you've seen the, I know you've seen the first episode. Were you able to watch the second yes. episode? I haven't seen the second episode. I'm in Australia okay. and it's like the dark ages over here. So unfortunately okay. I haven't seen the second episode yet. So fill me in. Well, oh, well, no, no, I think I should wait. You should, you should watch <laughs> the second episode because there is, I think that you will see some things about our relationship, mine and Julia's, that okay. are different than maybe what you saw in the first episode. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm, I loved the first episode and I know a lot of um, my podcasting friends in reality TV uh, world 
are loving it so far. Um, very, very excited to for it to finally get over here and I can just binge watch the whole season. Um, I, I wanted know, to ask – sorry, go, go ahead. No, no, um, no. I, I love being able to binge watch. I mean, Oh, my God, it's the best. It, it really is. It, it spoils you. So oh, I know. And then you just watch, like – the entire season in a whole day and then you feel empty inside because there's nothing left. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, it's pretty wild how my kids, I'm like, you all have no idea what it's like to have no other option except to sit through the commercial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, unless you were going to record it on a VHS. <laughs> oh my, honestly, and recording songs on tape decks in the, on the oh. car radio. I mean, i and I, well, I'm only 30 and you're like only what, 30, 36. I mean, it's not 30, like we're in our 88. <laughs> I know. Oh, happy Listen, birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that was my jam. I've always loved music. I am. I mean, I love all types of music. I mean, just, it yes. is my, it's always been a part of me, who I am. Do you make music? I play the piano and I Amazing. used to sing a lot. I don't sing nearly as much as I uh, used to, but I, I do still play the piano and I really want to learn the drums. Um, oh my God. I feel like I'm a pretty good air drummer in the car <laughs> and for sure that's going to translate into Absolutely. reality. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I used to think uh, my brother had that, um, what's it called? That rock, rock game with the fake rock, instruments. The rock so, band? Yeah, rock band. That's it. And I used to play the, the drums on that. And I thought, this is, um, I actually thought I was becoming a superstar. And then you try I, on a real kit well, and you're you like, probably were. Oh. <laughs> in my head, I definitely was. <laughs> well, in my head, I, I slay the drums. So I haven't made that official yet. But I do play the piano and I, and I love music. That's and my amazing. Kids are very, very musically inclined. They sing also, and they're well, very we get well to rounded see little you. kiddos. Are you going to do any singing in the in the new show? We're going to get to um, witness the recorder. I think, unfortunately, and unfortunately, <laughs> it's yes, pro- it's probably more fortunately. No, no, oh, there okay. is no singing. <laughs> Um, thank the Lord, because as you can hear, my voice is very gone <laughs> right now. So that would, that, I think that would be traumatizing for the viewers. Oh my God. Look, anytime anyone does any kind of singing on a reality show anyway, they just choose, I'm sure like they just choose the one minute of the, the where your voice cracks or it's just out of tune. Oh, They're so I cruel. Can, I'm I a singer as well and I would never do it. Never. <laughs> no. And like, they wanted me to rap at one point because I was like, you know, I'm a... Okay. I'm a pretty gifted rapper. Um, I'll have you know. <laughs> I would love to see well, that. Well, Lord have mercy. I should not have said that to them because that's all. <laughs> like, when are we going to hear you rap? When are we going to hear you rap? Oh, well, actually, you're not. So. Do you want to? Um, do you want to drop a drop a fat beat for us or whatever the kids drop say? Drop a couple bars. Yeah. No, I have to. I have to save something for the future. You okay. Know, all right. Some little enough. nuggets that may, you know, <laughs> if I get desperate enough, <laughs> <laughs> or if I need to really take the focus off myself. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> from something stupid I did, I'll I'll do something else. Probably even more stupid even more or wild. So. Um, I have to ask you one more question about your time on Married and Married Millions. Before I ask you about the other Married Millions, before I ask you about the other couples on there. Now, I <laughs> is it just me or were you washing a cucumber with soap and water? Oh my word! Well, <laughs> see. I'm very what had, what, had, what had happened was, um, I was making a salad, 
And I have no idea why no other vegetable is seen. We had made that fruit tray (laughs) and I was putting like, I wanted a little salad and then I had some cucumbers, carrots and hummus for the pool. And, and of course they just get me washing the one cucumber and and change the music (laughs) and zoom in. (laughs) Right, right. They're like, she's not a regular mom or whatever he said. Yeah, yeah. She's not a normal mom. <laughs> you know, I mean, if oh it had goodness. been done to someone else, I would have thought it was pretty funny. But the fact that it was me, I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, my kids are definitely not watching the show. Oh, and they're not. They exactly, it's not exactly <laughs> like you're holding a dildo or anything. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> you know, I mean, Oh, I was just my grandfather who's like 95 screenshotted it and sent that to me on Instagram. I'm like, first of all, Woody, you should not, you should not even be on Instagram, but like, grandpa Woody, what is wrong with you? Really? I didn't even know that 95 year olds knew how to screenshot. I'm actually impressed. Well, he, he should not be on any social media. Bless his heart. (laughs) He, he's actually my step grandfather. So yeah. You know, I mean, but he's just, no, 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 no. There should be an age cutoff for sure. But I was pretty <laughs> mortified amazing. by that. I um, just thought it yeah, was brilliant. It, it was, it was funny. You know what? I'm glad that, I, I mean, in life, you just can't take yourself, you're, you can't take yourself too seriously. Exactly. Yeah. And I just had to laugh about it. I'm like, oh, wow, look at this. I actually texted the producer. I was like, thank you for that. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, gave him like a wink face. He was like, oh, no, no problem. I got you. Oh um, my God. You're like, do you got me? You know, <laughs> know the that. other thing is, and I, I don't know if I should say this to you, but yeah. you know what? It's, it's not a big, it's not a spoiler, spoiler, okay. but it's about food. You know, I actually cook every day. Oh my goodness. Every day at home. I cooked every day during my marriage. Yeah. Even after every baseball game, we would get home, you know, like at midnight and I'd wow. make all dinner for our whole family. So we wouldn't get in bed until like 2am, but I cook, I cook all all the time. You know, it's a huge part of my life. And on the show, aside from the cucumber, I'm pretty sure the only thing that it shows me making is many, many peanut butter sandwiches. So it kind of became a running joke there, you know, PB and J just like, that's, yeah. all, that's all that's all this chicken has had to make. Um oh, that's so, so anyway, unfair. you'll have to look out for them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And actually during filming my right wrist was broken. It was healing from um oh. a break I had, you know, over the winter. And I'm trying to get the peanut butter out and I can tell that I'm like in so much pain oh, in this moment. God. Nobody else probably would know, but I look very awkward and it's You look I'm, like you don't know how to get peanut butter out of a job. Yeah. I mean you'll <laughs> see it. It's it's on in, in a couple of weeks. I'm I oh, look God. like I do not know what I'm doing in the kitchen. That's hilarious. But, it's know, so mean. They can really just paint people however <laughs> they want, can't they? Oh, they can. You're totally and completely at the mercy of the editing room. Yeah. I mean, and you just have to roll with it and know that you're definitely not going to look as good as you want to look for sure. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. hopefully you're not going to look as bad as you could look. Right. You know, (laughs) hopefully there's a happy medium where everybody is at least, at least you can deal with it. Right. Yeah. We'll have to see how the rest of this season plays out. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. (laughs) Um, just before we move on, do you get to know any of the other couples or because it's filmed separately, you don't really have much to do with each other? 
No, it we we didn't know any of them uh, during filming, and mm-hmm. it was about we didn't even know the name of the show actually until probably a month before it aired. Right. Even though I, I was asking every day because yeah. I thought the show was about people in, initially. I thought it was about people in different seasons of life in relationships. Right. It wasn't until the first week of filming that I found it was so like heavily, uh, you know revolving around money yeah and you know the financial components I knew that I knew finances would be an aspect of it but I didn't know that it would be the main focus and I kind of freaked out a lot oh really because I'm happy about that I'm just I'm not real money I know is a tool and it you can use it to bless people but if you love it value it above things that you should value it's going to be a problem for you and you can't Mm -hmm. take it with you when you aren't on this earth anymore you know and it's just not it doesn't make you who you are so the fact that and right yeah that way for forever you know for as long as I can remember so the fact that it the show was so money driven I was like this is just not gonna fly Mm -hmm. but you know, I mean, I think if you're on camera long enough, hopefully the what's really in you will come out, whether it comes out in season one or it comes out, you know, later when you're elaborating it or if there's a season two, you know, who knows. Eventually, our true colors are shown in some w- way, shape or form. I, I agree with so, that. Yeah. Especially, you know, I mean, I you know, from, to... you know, from um, Real Housewives OC, I mean, look, we've seen... Vicky Gumbelson have about 14 different faces in in the the 14 seasons and seasons. Uh, and then you know but we have also gotten to know her her vulnerabilities um her, what pushes her buttons you get to see like what makes her laugh and this is what I love about these shows like you get to see people evolve and devolve each season and it just changes and that's what real real life is like Absolutely. You know, you film someone long enough and eventually you, you will see enough to kind of piece the piece the person together, I guess. Completely. I mean, completely. Because you can fake things for a some amount of time, but mm-hmm. you're never going to be able to fake who you are or fool everyone all of the time. And by the way, I already know that. So I don't even, I mean, I, I can't ever do anything unless it is genuine and authentic one because I don't have time and I certainly don't have the energy to keep up with what you know the lie behave right so I just I'm you know what you see is what you get every day all day like the good bad the ugly you know it is what it is um I know that I take people as they are and I see I mean I may see their flaws and know that they're a work in progress just like I am but I know that those flaws don't define them. My flaws don't define me, but we all have them, you know, and oh but if it's God. not authentic and That's genuine, so like I, just, <laughs> I just can't get down with it because I know that I love that. I, I love that. Don't have the time or the energy. Yeah. And I think like on that, a lot of people in, um, I don't know, the entertainment industry or a lot of us, what like watches audience members, we often see like, plastic surgery or um, fashion or money or like what you do to your hair and stuff like that as it can come across as inauthentic but since when were our looks and our appearance um, also our personality a heart and soul and that really Mm -hmm. bothers me because look I love a little bit of 
muscular Botox, I'm going to look like a crazy kind of like cat lady with my eyelids pulled behind my, my ears when I'm in my eighties. Like it's not going to be cute, but it doesn't or change maybe it will who be. I am inside. Or maybe it will be. Maybe I'll yeah, be the fashion. Maybe I'll be. <laughs> yeah. But you know what the thing is, is that, but that it, you are being authentic because you're, you're doing you, you're doing the That's things so that true. make you happy and they may not make someone else happy, and that's okay. Though somebody yeah. else, they don't have to do that. You know, it's yeah, you know, it, it's yeah. his own. You know, yeah, I exactly. Mean, I I'm not trying to look like I'm a thousand. You know, when yeah, I'm yeah. fifty, I want to. You know, I want. I would love to look like I'm. You know, thirty five or thirty when I'm fifty. And Get who knows? It. I mean, we we might look. We might start aging in reverse, just completely, because they're coming we out with amazing. We might pull a Ramona singer. Ramona's little, literally Benjamin Buttoning before our very eyes. Well, that's the game plan I'm trying to be on. Me too, so, you know, me too. <laughs> you know, I mean, and and I do think taking care of your physical body is a huge. Um, it's hugely important, you know, like even if you can't go and run ten miles every day, just doing something, you know, because we our body you know, body, soul, and spirit, Well, health. we need to take care of, you know, all, all parts of ourselves to be our best self so that we can, we need to be filled our, you know, first so we can pour that out onto other people. Absolutely. Um, And especially what we don't have. That's a hundred percent. And especially what you were saying about like money being a useful tool, of course it is, but if you don't have your health, you have nothing. So Mm -hmm. yes, I completely, completely agree. Absolutely. All right. But well, let's. Get okay, into so we have to we have to back up a little bit here. Yes. Because you asked me if I had seen or gotten to know any of the yes other castmates. Right. So sorry, I derailed that conversation. But no, I thanks for bringing speak, me back. I never I, would have I, remembered. <laughs> I wanted I want to speak on that just a little bit for for a minute, yes. if that's okay. Absolutely. So there is another couple in Dallas, and they're the other ones. I mean, there's an age difference. Obviously, it's vastly different. He's 60, oh, this is is this Bill and she's forty. Mm-hmm. Oh, now they're the only ones that we, I guess, could have met. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, but we have not. We haven't met any of them. I think everyone's story is, you know, in its own way, fascinating. Everybody has like their own. You know, everybody's journey is different. Um, totally. But I would, you know, I'm I'm surprised. Actually, I'm not really that surprised because I told you I, I don't have that many adult friends in Dallas. So mm-hmm. I had never heard of Bill. I would, you know, I would have liked to, have, you know, I'd like to meet him and Bree if, you know, if our paths cross. Um, he did have a viewing party for himself in Dallas. Um, okay. But he didn't, he didn't invite Colton and I. Rude. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, I found it a little strange. I don't know if we would have gone, but. I, you know, if we were nice having to a be included, party, I would have extended the invite. Sure. Just because we're right, you know, even if it was like through his press rep or someone. Yeah. Um, I have know, to because say, we're like, on the same show. Their you know, storyline is the darkest for me. Like that one is. It's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's for tough. Me to watch. Yeah. She's 21 and he's 60. And yeah, it makes my stomach churn a little bit, that um, particular storyline, but I am enjoying it playing out on my screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, you see, you're only on the first episode. Even, okay, so okay, it gets so a I'll bit too you, dark, does yeah. it? Tell me. Well, I mean, I'll, I'm just going to speak about what I saw in the first episode. Okay. And my initial feeling was I just feel 
very, I feel high levels of compassion for Brie. Yeah. I feel like she's a beautiful girl. Beautiful. And I think that she's very sweet. I think she's being very authentic. I, but I think she's, and, and I know I'm dating someone that's 23, but Mm -hmm. in, in this scenario, I mean, Colton is 23, but like, really he's like 60 or maybe 50. (laughs) He's like a 60 year old man. (laughs) You know, I mean, he's just very old minded. I mean, there's some things though. No, let me take that back. There's some things that Colton is 23 on, but (laughs) not many, but that's because every man, you know, they think is a child, they, you know, it's just, (laughs) yes. Um, but by far and away, he's very, very wise for his age, but Brie is a 21 year old girl. Mm. And, you know, she's, I feel like my, my feeling is that she's inexperienced in life Mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing. That's just, some people have to grow up really, really fast and, and have a lot of challenges in in the first, um, you know, in their Mm -hmm. childhood, early adolescence, all of that. Some people don't hit life's challenges until they're in their thirties, um, forties. I've seen it both ways. I was one of those that hit a lot of life's challenges from the time I was very small. And, you know, even though I did, even though I had a good childhood, it was not without pain Mm -hmm. and a lot of just, you know, a lot of heartbreak. So I see Brie and I just feel compassion for her because she's in a world that is, she doesn't have the life skills and the life experience to navigate it, really defend herself, to Mm. navigate it. I feel like, I feel like it's kind of unfair to her to be put in that situation. This is my feelings, you know, I just wanted to go give her a hug and, you know, I just, I just had a lot of, I mean, I felt very motherly towards her. Um, I felt that way. Like I've written in my notes. I'm look, Brianna looks sweet. I feel like this will ruin her. And like, I like, that's honestly how I feel. I want her out of this group of people and back with her very sweet family. Like they just seem like super chill and authentic and like her mom coming on TV without her teeth in is literal goals. Like yeah, I, yeah. I want to have even just the tiniest ounce of that confidence. And I'm just Absolutely. like, be with your I, people, be with your family. I mean, yes. I mean, there has been a lot, a lot on Twitter about Bill's teeth, you know, <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I'm like, okay, well, I, cause I was thinking maybe he could help her get some teeth, but I mean, I don't think he's, but you don't really want to owe him either. He seems kind of sketchy. um, Anyway, that, that is so mean. I cannot say that. Oh, but you know, but you know, it's, it's just been, it's just what's been said on Twitter. It's not necessarily my point of view about his teeth, but I'll have to go back and look. I actually can't even picture them right now. You know, I was, when I saw that she came on television without her teeth in, and that I give mad props to her for mad that props. because it does take a high, massive, incredible amount of confidence, you know, but I was thinking maybe he could help her get some teeth, but then I saw the stuff on Twitter and I did take notice and he didn't take time to do, make his, nice, <laughs> give himself some pearly white. Make it so, nice. Yeah. Hopefully I guess she's getting her, as she said, in two weeks. Um, oh, did she? Oh, great. Teeth or no teeth, I think that that family is 
so down to earth and very loving. And like you said, authentic. And I think yes. that you're genuinely concerned for Brie. And I just want her to be, I want her to be happy. And I think yeah. that's what her parents want. That's why I said I feel very motherly towards her. If she was my daughter, I would not want her in that relationship. Hell and, no. You know, I mean, I, I've i heard Bill say several times in many interviews, well, you know, I, I uh, married my first wife in her early 20s, second wife in her early 20s. Why would now be any different? Well, well, because it is different. That is so (laughs) gross. And if it's not different for him, that means he is still 21. Like, he hasn't grown up at all. And that's scary. Yeah. And, you know, he's got daughters that are 10 years older. I mean, the youngest is 10 years older than Bree. So, I don't know. I know age is just a number is what I always say. You know, it is. But there's, there's more things in a relationship than age. And that's what makes people click. And that's what makes people not click. And Colton and I, Colton and I's age difference is there, but we hit on so many cylinders that it didn't even occur to me that he was that much younger than me, you know, and after I found out his age, it still took a while to you know, really resonate and like, okay, Katie's 23, 23, 23, (laughs) you know, but but I, I know I hear what you're season. saying like the age gap does make a dip like it does not like it does make a difference it is a factor just as anything is you know in a relationship it's one factor and there are sometimes that it's a really big deal and you can really notice the difference and there are other times that it just doesn't really affect anything yeah you know, all of these things matter and I think the problem with this giant 40 year age difference between Bill and Brianna is that we're looking at these two people and we're like Okay, I don't. There's nothing you have in common. You come from completely it's, different backgrounds, completely different worlds. Um, it yes, looks like I mean, the age is the only thing, and the money is the only thing. Whereas you and Colton, I can see there is much more, like on the same level. You know, in in terms of like likes and dislikes and things you like to do together and attraction. Very much so. Like it's completely worlds apart, in my opinion, as a viewer. Oh, oh absolutely. And like you said, you know, if Colton had, if if Colton was 37 and I was, you know, 23, which mm. is, you know, how old we are in this first episode since I just had my birthday, we're going to go with 37 and hang on <laughs> to that as long as I can. You know, um, no, you know, nobody would bat an eye, of course. That's exactly. totally normal. And, you know, I've only had one person tell me the reason for that double standard because there's so many double standards in life. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, it well, it's because the uh, girl, the woman can have kids. And I said, well, that does make sense. Except, you know, I can still have kids. She's like, oh, but you're not going to. And I said, no, I'm probably not. But I could if I wanted to. Yeah. And on those, like those figures, we have um, Rosie, who's 23, and Drew, who's 38. So it is exactly the same figures. And nobody's like, Going no on one about talked that. About their, it's no not one even a thing. about their age difference mm-hmm. one time. They have Isn't that infuriating? About, uh, it, well, to me, it's like we're, you know, like we're not Drew and I and Rosie and like we're, it's literally, it's the same. And yeah. there's been so much focus on me being this cougar, you know, which if, if I only <laughs> dated men, like if I was like, I'm only dating men you know, 14 or 15 years younger than me. And that was my consistent pattern. Mm. And yeah, I would probably 
you know, define myself as a cougar, but this is the first time I've ever dated somebody. Right. Younger of an age. Yeah. You know, seriously dated him. <laughs> I and love so that Colton I, you know, was like, yeah, just own it. Like he didn't care. <laughs> yeah. He was like, go for it. Yeah. I was like, you, I was like, you really want me to say, I know you, I knew they wanted me to be like, yeah, I'm a cougar. Yeah. But I said, well, I'm just exhibiting cougar like behavior. <laughs> And to me, that like, to me, that's felt like that. This is more acceptable in my mind and more like behavior. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and it's more accurate. It's a more accurate, you know, assumption or, or representation of what's going on. So, you know, but Hey, who knows? You know, I will have to wait and see. Wait and see. Yeah. What, what, what happens and what goes down. But, um, so is there a lot that is said in the first episode about Drew and Rosie? I can't remember if it was the first about or the their About their age, do you mean? No, about their... How they met? Yes. Okay, so they're... Oh, okay. So that's... So they're... Uh, no, they haven't really spelt it out. They just keep teasing. Well, if, you know, she's like, if my parents found out that how, how we met, it would be, you know, ruin our family and stuff. So I'm assuming it was kind of like a... Um, and, you know, this is all just alleged. I'm assuming it was kind of one of those sugar daddy sites or something like that because they've made so, it sound really kind of dodgy. Yeah. I will not say uh, what it is yet because it does come out in a okay. couple weeks. And, you know, so I've seen it now. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you her parents know now, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, because they put that out there, I mean, on national television, you know. So oh my God. I'm very curious to find out what's uh, – I can tell you if I didn't know, you know, how they met, I didn't know those, um, avenues existed, Sure. but had I known, I, if I, I mean, I'd never, I would, I don't think I would go that route. Um, but if, you know, for some wild reason, if I had ever gone that route or if my children, God forbid, ever went that route, I would not be on national television chatting about it. Oh my God. I'm that so excited. Sure. I'd have been like, we <gasps> met at Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I think I just might have to just lie. <laughs> oh my God. You've like really intrigued I, me now. Okay. Well, I, we'll I, to... I just would, I wouldn't go on national television. So I think I just, I think yeah. that's what I would do. Cause I, I don't, you know, I can't, I'm not down with straight, well, even just you know, deceiving him... people. So Oh, oh my. Okay. No, 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 me, me, Mark, personally, I was saying, saying I would just have to lie. Yeah. No, I mean, if I, if I knew how I met somebody, I just wouldn't go on national television if it was not. It was dodgy. Something that, if, yeah, if it. A little unsavory, a little unsavory. Unsavory is a beautiful word. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Well, I can't wait to find out what it is. Well, let's get into um, a little bit of Beverly Hills reunion, seeing as I've just been picking your brains um, for so long about marrying millions, and that is just going to be so much fun to binge watch. Yeah, I'll just tell you, like, there is a lot of drama that is coming down the line, Um, even for me and Colton, uh, you know, it, you know, hang in there it's it's on the oh, way we're, we're really so. enjoying it yeah so I mean hopefully it'll continue on and maybe you'll get a season two and yeah no it'll be um it's a it's a great new addition to the the reality tv spectrum that I like to <laughs> indulge well, in I really appreciate that yeah so 
Wednesdays. I have no idea what comes, what time it comes on in your world. Does it, or if it even oh, comes yeah. on on Wednesdays. So I'll let you handle that. But yes, yeah, I would yeah. love to dive into Beverly Hills. Okay, let's do it. So this is the part, uh, part three of the reunion. And you've caught up on the season. Look, it honestly, I mean, this whole puppy gate stuff, mm-hmm. it's just been, just it's been kind of a yawn season. But I like Beverly Hills because, like I said this last week on the podcast, whereas New, Real House of New York is kind of just go, 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 so intense, so bipolar all the time. Um, Real House of Beverly Hills kind of feels like me, like I'm taking a Xanax and I'm just chilling out and looking at pretty people. <laughs> And it, and I they really appreciate that. <laughs> oh, they are beautiful. They're very easy to look at. Very easy to look at. And I mean, even this the reunion looks. I mean, Lisa Rinna oh. has never looked better. Never looked better. I'm getting a wig. It was yeah, me too. On another podcast about this quote terrible wig that Katie Hamilton is wearing <laughs> in her interview, and I DM'd that lady. I've actually now been on her podcast. Um, Great. But I said, I said, you know, actually I was rained on in that green screen studio <laughs> that we filmed that did not have a green, have a, a dressing room for me to redo my hair. So I have this very unfortunate hair and I don't have a wig, but it, <laughs> trust me, I <laughs> want so one. So I, I was said, rained if on. you have any, I said, if you have any recommendations, uh, or, you know, if you've got like the hookup on the wigs situation, you have got to hook a sister up. Yes. It would be so fabulous. First of all, Lisa Rinna, seriously, she looks so amazing. Gorgeous. And if you can play the scenario out with me, I'm yes. thinking like, okay, I've gotten up and had to do my hair for these interviews and for, you know, to get ready and film and this and that. And mm-hmm. they have to look the same every single time. So the oh, first yeah. day I get rained on for the screen screen, now, you can imagine how many interviews we do. Now I have to look like crap, basically. The oh, whole time. no. And, oh. you know, my hair is being processed, curled, <laughs> flat ironed, you know, wanded. The wig, it's going to look the same every, every single time. time. It's and gonna it will look never perfect. get wet. You don't put it on until you're inside, in the studio, filming. And, that, um, and that's effortless. And effortless. it saves my hair. So oh my God, that's that happened. Is the wig, the wig has story. to happen. <laughs> I mean, I'm so jealous it. of Erica Jane's hair. When, oh, okay, so we went to the Bahamas um, in March. I took my daughter and Colton came. Um, and it was his birthday. And she was graduating high school and her first two years of college. We stayed at the same place that they stayed, the Bahamar. And I need to go back there because I had a butler. But Perez, who was my butler, he did not ever give me a rose petal filled bath. And he gave Lisa Rinna one. Perez? So, yeah, Perez. So we have to, I, I need to have a little <laughs> chat with him. But that place was amazing. But they brought their glam teams. And Erica Jane has a, a rack, uh, like a clothing rack, but it's all her hairstyles. Oh, my and God. And I'm just, I was having serious hair envy then when I was watching that. So anyway, there's just so much you can do. The looks, I love Dorit's hair. I mean, she has so much hair range. The range has, of the hairstyles. She has hair good hair range. Can, what did you yes. think of the clips? 
I like everything she does. I mean, oh, you mean yeah. the clips of what? Of the, she had the, the clip, no the, cl- the clips in her hair that she had for the re- reunion. She oh, had all I, her hair I loved it. Out. I thought they mm-hmm. looked. I thought she looked beautiful. I actually thought it was a headband. So I missed that right. part. Yeah, um, no, she yeah. had like like a thousand Diamante clips all covering her head. She, I like Dorit because, and like she's copped a lot of flack for this look on, um, on the socials. But I, I think at least she kind of, similar to Erica, like they push the boundaries and, you know, sometimes yes. that means you have a major win. Sometimes it means you have a major fall, but at least it's interesting to look at. I, I, was, That's, I was just going to say that at least it's interesting. No, I thought she looked beautiful on the reunion. I, oh, she's gorgeous. I thought, I thought all of those clips were some type of headband. Um, the right. fact that they're clips and she took that much time or her team to, you know, place all of those. That's very impressive to me. Um, I think her <laughs> face is just gorgeous. And Do you think she had a head of... transplant, like uh, Lisa Vanderpump said? <laughs> uh, no, but if she did, who cares? If she did, exactly. if exactly. she did, sign me up for one of those too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to get on that. You know, I'd like to get in line because if <laughs> if that can be done, then you know why not? If we're oh, talking about how she looks. If she's talking about her brain and how she thinks, because I, I mean, I took the comment about her appearance. Yeah, no, Um, definitely it was about, I'm pretty sure it was about her appearance. Okay, okay, then we were on the same page there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think all of those women are just out of this world, beautiful. I love Denise Richards' edition. Oh, obsessed with her, obsessed. Yes, she, you know, when I was on Rural Housewives of Orange County, I told them so many times before... (laughs) I officially started or decided to take the job. I was like, now, listen, I do not think I'm your girl. You all have to understand. Like I, I love my sweatpants and <laughs> I'm trying to be in my sweatpants like every all day. Yeah. I was like, now I will, you know, put something nice on and go, you know, turn up, you know, for, every now for and an then. Evening, but as soon yeah, as, an affair, you know, yes. as soon as that's over, it's back to my, you know, sweatpant living. And they were very, mm-hmm. they were like, no girl, you know, rock out. And they were, they did, you know, they were just fine with me being me. So as I said, you know, I can't be who I'm not. Um, yeah. But uh, I forget where I was going with that. But Denise, but, Denise does that so well. Oh, like, yes, because she is, yes, because she's like jeans and t-shirts. Yes. And, you but know, she's just I just so effortlessly cool and natural yes. and chill. Like she, the reason Camille, this is in my opinion anyway, is a trying to attack Denise so viciously. It, it was just so threatened by her is because she wishes she had the same level of chill as Denise has. Like Denise is just like, girl, yeah. you need to take a minute. Like this isn't good. <laughs> you know, I think, and so I'm, I mean, I relate a lot with Denise in that, and it's probably because of our history with being married to someone that, you know, had in the public issues eye. And oh, right. In yeah. the public eye. Absolutely. And that was just a lot to handle. Like Josh was, you know, and I did and I did handle him, you know, with as much care as I could and with as much respect as I could. Of course. Um, continuously. And I've seen I mean, some of the stuff that she said reminded me so much of how my marriage was with Josh and Charlie actually used to call my ex, um, pretty frequently. Wow. Um, just, you know, hit him up, you know, Hey Josh, just want to check on you. Um, what, you know, what was their so relationship? When, you know, Charlie likes baseball and okay. he knows about addiction and mm-hmm. 
he and Josh met somewhere, you know, probably at a game or something. And they, you know, they got each other's numbers and he did. He called him, I don't know, probably for like four or five years off and on. And it sounds like it was when they were married. I'm just like thinking of the timeline. Carol, Um, you could have been best friends with Denise Richards. I could have. I'm so jelly. (laughs) She and I definitely, I heard, there were things that I heard her say that I have said. And that she said, you know, and I got a lot of, you know, uh, criticism for this, but I want my kids to have the best dad. And I, you know, she doesn't, she's tries to not be negative about him. And I'm that very same way. I mean, there's things that, you know, are, there's already negative, negative stuff. And it's not rocket science to know that what she and I went through was not, you know, amazing. It was tough. It was was absolutely tough. So there's just, for me, not, there's not a whole lot of need to speak negatively about him or about, no good can come of that. really. No, like, right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think because of what she went through, she's able to look at things a little bit differently and not to say that Camille hasn't gone through a, a ton. It has been an incredibly mm. hard year for her. And I know she went through things with, within her divorce that were challenging, but Denise has, you know, this was spanning a lot. Well, Denise has evolved and it's from been, it. it exact, that's, exactly. That's what confuses it, me been, about Camille because she's been through so much. Like, she has had but breast cancer. Recent. She's been through this public divorce. Her house is burnt down. Her mom's had yeah. cancer. Like, all of these horrible things. And yet she is still very a very difficult person to feel sympathy for. I don't know. But, what, you, like, but, but Beside from her divorce and the cancer, mm. like the house burning down and, you know, her mom being it's sick fresh. and her losing her friend, Scott, that seems to be very, very fresh. That's um, true. Yeah. And probably if, you know, in my opinion, at least in hindsight, I don't know what she thinks, but, you know, I don't think that doing this show during this time of her life was the best, was the best. best mm-hmm. advised, you know, decision I think, I think it's better. Like I, I, there were, I was asked to do probably five different shows over the course of the last four years after my wow. divorce. And I just wasn't, I knew I wouldn't be as whole as I needed right. to be in order to give, you know, those shows, my kids, my family, myself, anyone, the time, effort and energy yes. um, that they require. I can, and I would and be doing to also them be able to be, They can, you know, and also to be able to put up with being ripped apart you know, in social oh, media and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I mean, the fact that, sorry, no. go ahead. Well, I learned a lot of that when I was married to Josh. I mean, mm-hmm. we heard all manner of things, but even, even still, I mean, like, and I, I handled those just fine, but wanting to be able to be healed myself from the divorce specifically before adding more crap you know what I mean mm-hmm. a la- or absolutely you know, back into my life I needed to I mean, my time and energy and uh, attention needed to be on my children and on myself and give, making sure you know they're feeling safe that we're getting a our new normal you know yeah. in place and all of those things and you know as much as I may have wanted to do something because I enjoy I mean, I enjoyed work. I enjoyed, I missed having the, the friendships. It just wasn't the right time. And I, I knew, well, if something, 
you know, if I'm meant to do this when it is the right time, there will be an opportunity there. And if not, then that's okay too, because what I'm doing will be what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's really admirable that you're able to see that. And um, yeah, because a lot of these, I think a lot of the times that you've seen with a lot of the housewife women, they'll jump into the show knowing they're going to get a divorce basically because it's their, now they'll have an income from that and it's kind of a storyline and it's, it's tough to watch these, these um, break, like relationship breakdowns. And I think that, you know, how hard it is on the kids. I think you've made a really sensible decision there and I'm not sure that I could do it. <laughs> like if, wow. if they asked me to go, uh, go on a show and I just think, Okay, first of all, I'm very single and I have no money, but I would just be like, yes, sign me up. But, you know, I don't care about my mental health and it would not, end, <laughs> it would not end well. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I do hate that, you know, no one was able to see the footage from the Real Housewives of Orange County or not, you know, the real, real footage. I mean, yeah. You've seen me on the show, but it's just a little because I... I feel like my true self was shown more on that than it is on marrying millions. It's not that I'm right. not me on it, but I felt like during filming, I was so, um, I was concerned with Colton and making sure he was comfortable and making sure he was okay. Cause I had done a lot of stuff before. Mm-hmm. I just didn't kind of want, you know, I didn't want to jump in and, him feel like he was playing catch up as far as right. being, like comfortable and whatever. So I do think he handled it really well, but I, I mean, I'm hoping that there is some type of follow-up, you know, whether, yeah, yeah. you know, just because I, you know, but, and I think even, even for him, you know, he's more of like a steady Eddie, um, <laughs> Even like Steven. as far as how he thinks. Yeah, yeah, he's very even Steven. And I'm, I have a much bigger personality. And I don't know that that's shown as much on the show. I mean, obviously I haven't seen it, so I don't know how it plays out. But I felt like, you know. You're a bit I cautious. Was, I was dialed down just a tad. Okay. Um, not Not necessarily that that's a bad thing, but... And also, you know, because my children are not on, only my one daughter is on the season. Mm-hmm. I have this whole other life, you know, that's happening. Yeah, um, exactly. You I know. think that a lot, you know, when we miss out on seeing, and I think your children would be good because at least, you, you know, your elder two daughters are older, whereas a lot of, like, when there's little kids on these shows, it can be tough because this is my escapism. <laughs> and I don't, right. It's hard oh, seeing trust women me. run around with little kids. Like, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. But older kids are great. Yeah. And it shows in. Sorry. Yeah. Older is, I think older is fine. Um, Absolutely. But no one wants to see. I mean, I I don't anyway. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, if if I'm watching an adult show, I want to. You want to escape. Yeah. You want to be able to escape rather than enter your, your real life. Um, And I struggle sometimes with the younger casts like um, that, that, you know, um, they've, in OC, so we'll get into like the first look of OC. You know how they've just um, last season brought in a couple of these young women, these really young mums, and last season was like was tough to watch because these two new girls, Gina and Emily, they both have two or three children under the age of five, and 
it's just like way too close to home. Like I'm trying, I don't have kids, but my friends are all popping out babies left, right and center. No, chasing little crying babies around. No, it's too much. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think that, that your feelings are the general consensus. Thank you. In my opinion. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've heard, I've done I've so many podcasts and I, I mean, I've heard that from pre, I've never not heard it. You know really? I mean? like, okay, good. Cause I felt like a up, bitch. But if, it, if the subject has come up, that's exactly what they've said. No one has ever said, mm-hmm. oh, I want to give us more kids. How <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, and also, um, you know, my kids aren't in um, this, you know, this show for a lot of reasons. But I mean, I'm you know, I'm, I think it's the, I think that's a very good decision. You know, the only so, scenario that, you know, that could work for everyone would be, you know, if, if it was from a distance, you know, where they're not like up close and personal, but then the audience, the, you know, viewers get to have a complete view of my life. Mm-hmm. That's when I think it can work, but not the ins and outs of what's going on in their lives. And I don't, sure, yeah. you know, that's, I don't, and you don't want your necessary. children to be up to scrutiny, scrutiny as well, no. especially like little kids on camera. I mean, you don't know how they're, how they're going to react to it or yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, dangerous. My, they've dangerous been, I mean, they have been filmed before, but they were homeschooled. So, right. you know what I mean? I mean, they, it, it was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this is different now. They're actually in school uh, for the first time. Right. Yeah. I feel like there's enough, they, they have enough with kind of what's sometimes school's hot with enough. their father. Oh yes, and school is hard enough. Trust me, school's school hard is enough, hard even if you enough don't on have the parent. parents. I mean, in it's a hard enough eye. on me to make me want to pull my hair out. Right. And I love, I love school. I love to learn, but I do not like homework. I've never liked it. And no. I started homeschooling because I'm like, well, dang, if I got to do this, you know, get up at five five a.m. and then do homework all night, I'm just gonna keep them here. Yeah, and I, I did. I loved it, but you know, we I had a teacher also, so I didn't have to do that much. After my oldest went to kindergarten, I passed the baton to the yeah to the teacher think, that came to I think our that's home. That's a wise move. A wise move. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so just quickly, so we'll see. You, have you seen the new um, season, the new first look of Real Housewives of Orange County, which will be coming out, um, I think, in your world? tonight and my well or maybe tomorrow and I think for me tomorrow so it's anyway it's in the next 24 to 48 hours we'll get we'll get to see the new episode I have seen it um I think Shannon looks like she's having a lot of fun (laughs) which Um, is great because she's been in a tough spot for the last couple seasons yes really she she has and I've seen her go through all of that and she is a, she's a very sweet woman mm-hmm. and I you know I want her to be so happy um Tamara also just so kind really like she's really such a great human being did you um, get close know, to Tamara yes very very okay very so that's close. interesting because a lot of people obviously she comes across pretty erratic on the show and a lot of people can't sort of sense her warmth what made you sort of what makes you feel like see that in her? So she had recently made some changes in her religious beliefs and it's shown on season 10. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me one of the first times we met and she said, we were on an airplane to Napa um, for this, 
uh, whole wine event and for the launch of Heather's, her uh, sparkling wine line Mm -hmm. that came out. And she looked right at me and she said, I know that God sent you here for me. She said, I, you know, changed my life. She's like, I've, you know, accepted Christ. She said, I know that you have a really strong faith. She said, and I know that she said, "I, I know that you're here for me. And it just meant so much to me because I know she was being totally authentic. There wasn't anyone around to hear that or see that. So it was like, we yeah. just had a moment and we were just bonded us very quickly. And she was just, I, you know, I just, I, I love her. I feel like she's very authentic and, you know, she's, she knows like, okay, I've made some, you know, stupid mistakes in life. They've, you know, been on national television, you know, everybody makes stupid decisions in yeah. life. It's just you know, not, that's not always, always on TV. Yeah. Right. We have, <laughs> you know, a lot of us have the, um, a luxury of having it in the privacy of our own home where it's not broadcast for the Absolutely. world to see. And, you know, so she's very brave. All, anyone that does reality TV has to be very brave and she's sustained, you know, that she and Eddie, I know are very happy. Eddie is so I sweet. Just, he is so sweet. I love them together. Like, just, do you know anything just, more about his health? Um, cause he was having heart problems last yes, he was. season. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything else than what's been out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's, I'm very glad that he's been so transparent with that because yeah. it, it helps with everyone else's awareness. Totally. Their, you know, health and their heart. And, and for, you know, she and Eddie, there are two people that are extremely healthy, health conscious. They're very fit for them. And it can still happen. Those challenges, it can still happen. So, it, it's just important that we, you know, take notice and that we're all making our health a priority. So I mm-hmm. appreciate that about, you know, about him and, and both of them. Um, but yes, I do just, I, I adore Tamara. She's, she's a very, very cool chick. And, uh, I miss seeing her on a regular basis. I did get to see Heather last week. I did her podcast and so oh, that good. was really just a fun, like just, it was, it was such sweet time. We got to catch up and, um, anyway, in, her, in, uh, the, what, in the new, in the new house, we did it at, well, you know, we did it at the podcast studio. Oh, uh, okay. Um, no, not at Chateau. What were they calling it? Chateau de Chateau de Bro. I don't know. That yes. sounds nice though. <laughs> it does. Well, you know, it's very fancy and that's very Heather. So it's very fitting. Um, but oh, she's, brilliant. Heather is one of the most thoughtful people I've ever met. Oh, that's she's nice. very, very thoughtful, uh, very thoughtful, very kind. Anyway, um, so what, what are, so what other questions do you have for me about the first look for the season? I guess my big question is, what do you think about Vicky being a friend of, for the first time since, well, ever, she was in the whole 13 seasons as pretty much the main gal. Yeah, she's, she's the OG. She's, she's the, the OG. Friend of- so this is just recent news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just found out today actually that she was going to be a friend of, and wow. you know, for me, if Vicky's okay with it, then, you know, I'm fine with it because every, you know, to everything there is a season. So, mm-hmm. you know, if that, and I, I think she's, you know, in a new relationship. Um, yeah. She seems happy. So that's, 
a big deal. She, to me, Vicky seems like a relationship person. Yeah, the I agree. that I was on was the one with Brooks and the, you know, fake oh, cancer God. debacle. Oh, um, God, you poor thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a uh, lot. that whole year was a... It was a handful the whole that was year. Just tough. 2015 was one for the record books for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but I mean, so I knew Brooks, and he when I met him, he seemed very, very genuine, very kind, very sweet. Mm. So for that to have been the truth, you know, and for me, everyone, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I do yeah. not subscribe to the you're guilty until proven innocent nonsense that I think is happening a lot in our world Mm -hmm. across the board um, and has been for some time now. So I was very sad to hear that you know yeah I mean you got to give people the benefit of the doubt but yeah he was and the thing is with him that the the reason he was able to manipulate um Vicky so badly and convince people of his stories because he was so charming and he was you know that sociopath kind of (laughs) persona you you hear about a lot and that you know these people Mm. are so so charming you don't you know a, a terrible person doesn't come up to you and like look like look like a Yes, yeah, so it's, they're, it's they're not... a sheep and wolf. I'm mean, a wolf and sheep. Exactly. Clothing. So exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hide that as best as they can, you know. So, well, they're very yes. good at it. And very good at it. Um, this, you know, part of my the the uh, demise of my marriage <laughs> was caused by one of those people, and you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously somebody you, know, you trusted. Not, uh, yeah, and my husband yeah. trusted very much. Oh. Um, so it was very, very, very just, it was devastating, not just the divorce, but how it happened. But I say that just because I, you know, I had to in that same year, the same type of person as, you know, as this, as Brooks, you know, I was mm-hmm. dealing with on another level that very close to my family and Ultimately, he's the one that did, you know, the divorce filings and and all of that, right? Um, via you know power of attorney. But anyway, uh, one day I will be able to. I don't know. I I maybe I should. Maybe it'll be my second book. I have a I have a book yes. I've been working on for a while. Well, tell us about tell identity. us about your your first book. My first book is it's not out yet. I'm I'm still working on it, but it's okay. going to be called A Pure Identity. And it's really about uh, my journey on discovering the woman that God created me to be and how other people, really me encouraging other people to discover exactly who they are, because we all reflect a part of God. And if we're not our true selves, then that's a part of him that the world doesn't get to see. So it's okay that we're all different, but we all bring something to the table and it was very, very freeing when God showed me who I was, like how he saw me. That's amazing. Learning. Yes, exactly. Um, really down to the, down to the core who Katie is. And, you know, it, it really freed me to just be myself and be me. And I, I didn't have to worry about other people's thoughts or expectations because, I was comfortable and confident in who he created me to be because he was satisfied with that, you know, and right. seeing, you know, feeling the Lord's happy with you, um, really takes the pressure off 
it did for me. And so I do, I want that for my daughters. I want that for everyone. Um, so yes, my first book is about identity, but my second book I could write, I mean, there could be, I have so much material living in my 38 years I have enough <laughs> for like a Rocky five type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, I can't wait to get my hands on both of those books when they're available. Let's uh, tell you, tell my listeners where we'll be able to find you, get in touch with you on social media and uh, check out Marrying Millions. Marrying Millions for in, in America is on uh, Wednesdays, 10, 9 central on um, social media, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Katie Hamilton, 32. I'm m- more heavily on Insta, but I'm trying to step my Twitter game up. It was strong <laughs> at one point. Uh, such is not the case anymore. So I have um, no idea how anyway. to use Twitter. I feel you. Instagram, I'm okay with. But Twitter, I I'm love, like, yeah. I, I, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely an Instagram girl. Um, but anyway, well, I have enjoyed talking with you. I know we Thank didn't you. delve into too much on Beverly Hills. You know, I could talk about that for an hour, but that's okay. Maybe that's next okay. Time. I mean, I feel <laughs> like I got so much. Um, information behind the scenes in Marion Millions, in an OC. It's just fascinating. Yes, I, w- I just would love to talk to you again. That was so much fun. Maybe when we get Anytime. closer to the end of end of the Marion Millions season, then we'll have to pick your brains again. I would love that, actually, because we by then we would have gone through the season together. So we can, Absolutely. We can recap how I feel about it now, you know, once I've been able to watch all of it. And you can do the same. Well, I look forward to it. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. It was so great talking with you. Okie dokie. Well, that's it for me for another week. Um, So just as always, don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm changing my release day ever so slightly. So I'm still getting used to what I'm going to, which day I'm going to choose. So best um, way to follow everything is to subscribe in your listening podcast app and uh, yeah, follow me on Insta at Reality TV and me and DM me there if you want to get in touch. Um, always helps to five stars and leave reviews. Um, also, it's just nice for my little ego. You can also follow me on my other Insta at Kirsten Moore underscore music if you want a more personal touch. Um, yeah, and anywhere else that you can find me, I'm a writer at gutterglitter.blog. Um, all the links will be in the show notes. Bye.